Welcome back to the Conversation Hat Podcast, a show for geeks, artists, and terrible people. I am so glad you're here. This is a great episode, episode 165. Looking at my notes, yes, it is. In this episode, me and Ben talk about our morning routines. Do we have them? Why don't we have them? What's wrong with us? And what did we last buy at the supermarket? We also talk about uh, famous celebrity wrong-uns, as well as uh, work-life balance. Yeah, that's what we'll call that. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. We know you have a lot of options when it comes to podcasts, and the good thing about podcasts is that you can actually listen to all of them. We have so much time. Okay, right, see you later. The Conversation Hat Podcast. I have begun... I suppose what I'm getting at is that I've pressed the button. As have I. Ben, what are your hopes and dreams for this episode? Why do you ask about my hopes and dreams? Oh. It's a nice uh, nice opener, I think. I Because if you have any specific desires, uh, maybe that's something I can try and wangle into the show. I don't know. Like, I want this episode to be fruit-themed. It's like, you better cucumber in your pants. Maybe. Just an example. <sighs> I think I killed him. I would like to get through this. <laughs> I can I can offer you words of support. What are your words of support? Fucking pull your shit together. I thought you were going to be like, joist. Joist. Beam. Girder. Do you know the difference between a beam and a girder? Um, either size or American. I mean, you can have a wooden beam, but I guess you yep. can't have a wooden girder. You generally can't have a wooden girder. You're right, it is a size thing. Beams are metal support things. You might have a few in buildings. Girders are fucking huge. And you have, like, one, and that's your bridge. They're like skyscraper things. Yeah. Or, like, if you're doing, like, a huge-ass bridge, that's one huge girder uh, that you build a road on, for example. Don't know where I know that, but I do. Well, so do I now. Yeah, well, quite. That's the propagation of knowledge, my friend. Uh, as long as it's true. I love a propagation. I know you do. Propagation, no breathing. Don't give a heck if I... Hairline's receding. I mean, do we just jump into the episode? Yeah, I, I do enjoy a preamble from time to time, but sometimes ours can get weird. Speaking of getting weird, this episode is brought to you by Cancel Culture. Ben, what a Cancel Culture have for our audience this week? Nothing, just guilt. Just guilt. You shouldn't have enjoyed it, and you're a bad person for having done so in the past. Yes, that's true. What are they going to do now at, like, family holiday parks, where they always had that bloke who would get the people up and they would sing all the songs and they would inevitably be court of King Caractacus? What? Can't do that anymore. What are they going to do to fill the time? What are you talking about? Do you not go to like a caravan park or a camping park or something like that and there'd no. be a pavilion in there and there'd be entertainment, like there'd be like karaoke or magicians or something? No, I think what you're describing there is a, a joy-filled family holiday and you know full well that I had none of those. Fair enough. So what? describe this phenomenon to me. So the bloke would be there and he would he'd be a general sort of entertainer thing. Right. So there might be some magic. There's probably some jokes for the parents that go over the kids' heads. And yes. then, like, there might be a little dance or something. And at the end, 
all the little kids would get up, sometimes with parents because they were small, and um, they'd do some sort of... I guess now it might be like cha-cha slide or whatever like that. They would do some sort of dancing thing. Right. And the song that seemed to always be there was The Court of King Caractacus. Right. Because it's a listing song and it gets faster and faster and you can do all of the... It's a great laugh. Last time I saw that being done was like within weeks of Rolf Harris being arrested. Okay. And like the kids were still all having a great time, but there was a tangible je ne sais quoi from the grown-ups sitting around tables watching this being like, he's singing the pedo song, surrounded by our children. And to be fair, the bloke doing it had a little look in his eye as if to sort of be like, I haven't had time to change the act. I have two questions. Go on. Firstly, I love the um, the darker undertone to je ne sais quoi. Because of course you can use it that way if it just tr- if it just means I don't know what a certain something a certain X factor yeah. using in a negative context I absolutely love <laughs> <laughs> I'm really here for that um, the the burglar had a um, some sort of gun some kind of je ne sais quoi <laughs> rifle <laughs> I don't know the names of the gun just gonna say je ne sais quoi for whenever you don't know something <laughs> NASA have announced <laughs> the Hubble telescope has picked up a certain je ne sais quoi. A JFO. <laughs> I don't know what flying object. <laughs> oh, what a world that would be. This song you keep referencing, the the court the court of King Crappy Pants. Yes. E- yeah. What's the problem with the song? Or is it a Rolf Harris song? I believe it's a Rolf Harris song. If it isn't, okay. it's one that he did famously. Like Two Little Boys Had Two Little Toys and then What If You Just Touched My Balls. That song, weirdly, and uh, also has sexual undertones. Jake the, Jake the Peg Jake the Peg with his extra leg diddle 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 lum, do you want to feel? Diddle what now? Diddle who? Do you not know Jake the Peg? No, I do. I'm just I'm, I'm adding. I'm like standing. Whoa, no, stop it. My childhood. He wasn't in prison. Did you know that? He got let out of prison years ago. He was fucking free. He was fucking free? Yeah. That's the last thing you want from a convicted I assume someone was theoretically watching him, but anyway. Yeah, okay, so I, I didn't realise that court of kinky crappy pants was a was a Rolf Harris song that makes perfect sense and yes I also totally get that it's like look man anytime any of like our former childhood heroes are arrested there is a certain amount of admin that has to be done this song is the least of it yeah (laughs) like he put he went on with it and it was it was clearly just a look we all know that this is not going to be in the show for very long but I've got five more minutes to fill and I've not I've not come up with anything else yet. Crucially, I'm not a paedophile. So, of course, saying that out loud doesn't help. And if I was, what a ballsy paedophile you would have been. <laughs> Say what you like about the man, but that was one brave paedophile. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got to admire the chutzpah of that paedophile. That paedophile had a certain je ne sais quoi. A certain chutzpah. Chutzpah. I'm trying to bring back, like, Yiddish terminology. Just because I find it... Okay. I just, I, there's, there's something about it that has, like... It, it has a certain 
I shouldn't say quoi. Hutzpah is a great word for gusto. I've been saying, kind of not really consciously trying to, but like, instead of congratulations or well done, saying mazel tov, which is, I think, just broadly a good for you, go get him, champ esque phrase. Hooray. Um, I used schmuckus the other day. Okay. And I was very casual about it, no one drew attention to it. Um, a friend of ours, Amelia, had some schmuckus on her shirt. So I was just like, "Hey, I'm just gonna just gonna grab this schmuckus off." Oh, okay. I like uh, putts. Putts is a wonderful one. It's just like you, you silly putts. bugger, you putts. <laughs> that I only know from Scrubs. Scrubs, of course. Oh, that was funny at the time. have a morning routine um in the a.m. rather than when you've lost a loved one i assume (laughs) my morning routine is crying and alcohol but to be fair that's my morning routine as well typically i put on my best black clothes head to the crematorium and grab a coffee and start my day at work i'm a crematoriumist not the word that they would use um like i think cremate boy corpse flamer like a little bit like, no, not so much at the moment as I used to because I'm working in pubs again. So the mm. morning routine would be actually getting up and stuff. Like I would try, I I try not to be on my phone immediately in the morning. I, it's a lot easier said than mm. done. Yeah, they say it's bad, don't they? Like you should have at least. Some people say 15 minutes. Some people say an hour uh, to wake up before looking at your phone. But. Mm. Like, I have a clock radio that goes off at half past eight, but I don't need to be up at that time at the moment at all. So I'll have my phone near my bed as well as a secondary alarm. So normally I won't get Mm. up and out of bed until I have to start getting stuff done, which could mean I would... Mm. Which could be answering emails, as it was this morning. I was like, ah, I'm up, I'm ready to start the day, I won't be on my phone for a bit, stay away from technology, what's the first thing I have to do? Send a bunch of emails. Hmm. Yes. But I don't really like breakfast. I don't go out, I don't get up straight to the kitchen, coffee and toast or whatever. It's normally just, I'm up now, what's what's the day? What do I have to do? What's on the list? Hmm. Yeah, I suppose it's tricky, isn't it? Especially if you're you're working in bars, so you, your your day, I assume, goes later than most people's days. Getting up in the morning isn't necessarily the most helpful thing. Like, if you know that you need to be conscious until about one in the morning, actually, you're better off yeah. getting up around. I mean, if I'm if I'm still working when it's past most people's bedtimes, I'm not going to be getting up at seven in the morning because mm. I won't have gotten in until one no, or two a, no, no. two a.m. <laughs> I found recently, in like the last few months, and I'm not sure what it is, sometimes it cannot be asked with breakfast, and quite often I'm having breakfast because like, if I don't eat something then, I have to go like the gym, mm. or I have to go do something physical, and there's a high chance that like halfway through that I will just lose all of my energy. So some, so quite often I'm having breakfast because I know that I'm going to need that degree of energy. But sometimes I just can't be fucking... Like, just stick some coffee in me. I don't care. 
and that's been happening more and more recently and i'm not sure what it is i think maybe as a um like we said in a recent episode as a near 30 year old <laughs> i'm still having to share a kitchen space which is a bit frustrating because sometimes it's like you are just in the way of the kettle i ju- i need you to just get the fuck out of my way and i'll be gone in, in but a second Mm-hmm. But I'm sure I'm sure you're, you're sharing space as well. So like sometimes cooking is just a. You've got stairs in the way to get at your kitchen. Damn, I've got many stairs. Yeah, so many more more stairs than the average house would have in the way of the kitchen. So and you've got a you're in the rare situation as as a stared person of when you go down those stairs to get a coffee, you've got to schlep your way right back up those stairs. You've got to bring that coffee up. Schlep could be Yiddish, I'm not sure. You've got to schlep your sorry else back up the stairs. I am looking forward to the point, which I hope is is not far away, of being able to just have a kitchen space that I can just fucking, in my panties, just walk down, make a coffee, then get on with my day. Be in. It's more about the coffee for me. Am I addicted to coffee? Fuck off is the answer to that question. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the way of the kettle. <laughs> um, Fuck off till I've had my coffee. I agree. Like today, I only ate when I ate because I knew that we were going to be recording. Mm. Yes. So I was like, I'm not hungry at the moment, but I should eat now because I will not be able to eat later. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like I was saying, if if there's like a bit where I know I'm just busy, I don't want to lose steam halfway through, so I'm going to eat now. That way I've done it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. In terms of a routine, I don't have like a solid nine to five. I don't think I really plan on ever having a solid nine to five. I really struggled with just any structure. I don't know. That might just be like a really innate personality flaw. Like I really struggled to get up the same time or do certain things, even week to week. Like, there's very few things in my life that I'm like, I am doing this today because it is a Monday, and that is the thing that we do on a Monday. Sure. Really, really hard. I think I need to try and bring in a bit of that, because in terms of, like, workload... Like, this time last year, I was... My workload was way more sporadic. I would have some weeks where I was having to get up 7am. I need to be at a place that's in town. So I need to get up half six, eat some food, get the fuck out of there and go work for a full day for a couple of weeks in a row and then nothing for months. Um, So really intense bursts of work. So in that environment, I'm going to have to have this routine of getting up really early and doing the same sort of thing because I'm sort of on autopilot that early but that's necessary for me getting paid sure. and when you do that kind of sporadic work it's like i don't want to say there's like good work and bad work but this kind of work is quite well paid because it is sporadic so if you have like a an off license job or, or something that like that that i used to do if you turn up late and your docked in hours pay that sucks but it's a tenner will cope well back then it was probably close to eight quid but yeah yes i i i I get your point i'm rounding up whereas this is like i need to get there at seven because if i'm not there at seven they're gonna dock me an hour and that hour is half my rent yeah so i'm gonna have to get there (laughs) so it's very important to be on time but then like nothing for months afterwards and that's just like well i don't have anything to get up for so it's one in the afternoon and I might get out of bed now. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, it's calmed down a little bit now and, and I'm, I'm glad that I've got some more um, 
some more regular clients that I think I'm doing quite sporadic work for. I need to kind of try and structure that a little better um, because I'm just not making the most of my time and there's a lot of stuff I want to do with my life. And at the moment, I'm, I've kind of intentionally built up my situation so I can do this kind of marketing content-based work and then have this free time for creative stuff. But what normally happens is I do a two or three hours of client work every day because I lack the focus to sit there and do it for six hours. Mm -hmm. If I can just do it for six hours, two and a half days of the week, I can then make dumbass music the rest of the time and what a life that would be. But I can't focus for six hours, so what I do is like two, uh, two hours every day and that's as much as I can cope with. So what I'm getting at is no, I don't have a morning routine Will you get off my back. But you're still doing the same amount of work over the time period. It's same just... amount of work, but it's inefficient because it means that then I, I don't have full days where I can properly switch into the creative stuff. So like making music ah, requires... I see, I see. The way that I'd like to do stuff requires quite a lot of setup a lot of the time. So if I have to spend an hour setting stuff up and then 40 minutes packing stuff down, I've, I'm That's limited in what I can do. Four, yeah, okay. So maybe if you like did three to four hours if you if you like set yourself a little goal of doing three to four hours a day then you get then just by doing three or four hours a day then you get an next like two three days a week there's the pomodoro method i think it's called which i'm a big fan of and i need she to... was a french queen wasn't she yes sure madame de pompadoro could be i i might be misremembering the name of it i it's essentially a um a technique for focus and workload where you do i think it's 20 minutes of really high focus high intensity work but you time it so at the end of that 20 minutes you then have a 10 minute break and you do literally nothing you sit on your phone you go for a walk you do whatever for 10 minutes then you come back you do another 20 minutes and you basically rinse and repeat that and i think every two or three hours you have a slightly longer break for lunch or whatever that's the basic idea so i found a little bit of success with that when i remember to do it but that's normally the case of like i work for an hour and a half and then i get to a point where my brain's like i literally have nothing else in me so i have to say to myself if you just get another half hour done then you can go play deep rock galactic for the rest of the day and it's not a problem um so i think i need to just basically build that up again i think i've always been a little bit like that and please don't tell i don't have adhd i'm just a cunt (laughs) (laughs) i just i i lack discipline you can be two things i can be two no i just lack discipline and and am a bad person so I I think I've always had jobs that are like, you know, flexible in that way. Like I very rarely have ever had a situation where I have a full work day. And quite often it is, I'm going to go in and do this three hour shift and it's going to be really, really busy three hours, but then it's done. I've never been in a situation where I've had to sit at an office, sit in an office, wearing a certain kind of clothes and doing just a six hour shift of just data entry or something. So maybe I've spoiled myself a little bit in that way. Um, I think that might be something I need to build myself up to. This is tangential. This has turned into a real sob story of a man who's... 
who's being a little twat about the fact that he has an okay work-life balance. <laughs> He's just, I want to make more synthesizer music. Why is it not oh. more time? So, no, I do not currently have a, a morning routine. One of these days, I hope so. That would be great. Because um, I know that when I do wake up at nine o'clock in the morning, do like half an hour of just life admin, like tidying, what, putting the washing and whatever. If I then sit down at half nine, I then have a really great day and I can work as late as I want without really sure. losing steam. It's just that initial thing of waking up at 8.30 and going, nah, this is comfy. Yeah. I don't know if you're like me, but I find it so much more difficult to go to sleep mm. than I do to wake up. Oh, interesting. Like, I can stay... Like, last night, I was up till about half past three. <laughs> just because I didn't... I, and I was... My brain was going, like, you could go to sleep. My body was going, yeah, you should go to sleep. But I didn't want to, because then the day's finished. Yes. No, I do I do quite often have that, I can't go to bed, I've got stuff to do, or stuff I want I'm, to do, or stuff... I'm not going to feel satisfied yeah. with this day. This day won't have reached a conclusion. I haven't reached this thing. There is something about having... It's actually in a... In a book I was listening to which may or not be of interest to people on Audible. This isn't a proper plug because I haven't finished it so I don't know if it's a good book. However it's a fun coincidence that this was in there. Presuasion. Presuasion. Like persuasion but, but pre. P-R-E hyphen suasion. It's basically about like consumer psychology and marketing and advertising and stuff. He was saying this thing about unfinished tasks take up more of your brain space and more of your memory than finished tasks. So if you go to yeah. bed thinking about oh, I, I just should have sent that I should have finished drafting the email and sent it or if I just written another paragraph that would have been done. Uh, that kind of thing they take up way more space in your brain and they did an experiment at some college in america which was along the lines of they asked these college students um this group of students to rate the attractiveness of their classmates okay bearing mm -hmm. in mind that these results would then become everyone would be told what their individual results were so you wouldn't know what jenny thought about kyle but you would know what kyle and jenny thought about you right. and what they discovered was they withheld some of these results so there's like the these people think this about you uh we're going to tell you what these people think about you next week they discovered that when they asked people who they had thought about in that week they thought a little bit about the people that had ranked them highly what took up all of their brain space was what has someone else done yes these people when you don't know what they think of you they take up much more space in your brain which is related to this effect fucking hell what were we talking about unfinished tasks <laughs> Something that you've not done, you think about more. If I'm in the middle of a project, I need to finish that project, otherwise it's going to be in my brain all the time. So last night, I um, it was about 11 o'clock. I was sort of getting my stuff finished, and, and I had that nagging sensation. It's like, oh, there's something in, in my brain. Is there something I can do easily? And I realised it was I'd finished a new edit of... Uh, this project that you and I had been working on, which may or may not be out yet. I don't know. 
I haven't decided when it's being released, nor have I looked at my calendar. Let's not talk about it just in case, but yes, that thing. It's fine. You'll see it soon. That thing, I, I'd finished the edit of it, and I had one little idea about something that I could then edit. It's a really cheesy edit choice, but I think it would sell the thing within the, the medium. It's, it's not a spoiler. This is a mockumentary <laughs> thing. Sometimes in, like, reality shows when something is revealed they do that cheesy visual edit punch yep. in on the thing and have like a kind of drum thing there was a moment that occurred to me that'd be really fucking funny to do that there and that had been nagging at me all day without me realizing so what i did was at half 11 at night i sat down i edited that in exported a new version of it and then was just like oh well that that means that i can then do this this and this with the score so i was up till about half one working on the score but then I felt pretty satisfied (laughs) and I went to bed Um, to answer your question that was a very straightforward question of do I struggle to go to sleep now I've got this shit nailed fair enough (laughs) at least you're Um, being productive sometimes I'm just like I'm going to watch another episode of The Great because I'm really enjoying that and yes if I'm enjoying if I enjoyed one then I must enjoy another equally sleep will just be silence I've been re-watching Taskmaster oh I've just finished re-watching all of Taskmaster because <laughs> uh, it's on Netflix now without adverts I watched it on YouTube without adverts or at least with minimal adverts yeah fair enough so I I do sometimes very much struggle to fall asleep I think in general I, I more consistently have a harder time getting out of bed it's better now that I like the work I'm mm. doing oh boy does that help I'm not filled with resentment and anger, so I can actually get out of bed and be like, ah, now to do something I feel I'm good at (laughs) and enjoy. Sleep is hard. I always have audiobooks playing. Always. I can't sleep without. If if it's four in the morning and I wake up, uh, guess what? That audiobook's going on again. Yeah. Um, I I can't do silence. And I, I for years, watched uh, Game Grumps. Yep. going to sleep and then would fall asleep with Game Grumps and then Danny and Aaron would be in my brain while I slept that's not healthy oh. um, so I switched to Audible <laughs> um, so I'm currently listening to the Dungeons and Dragons series um, from the from much longer ago than one might expect um, the Legends of Drizzt de Erden uh, the Dark Elf who doesn't want to be a Dark Elf no more uh, it's very good. He's got a panther. It's awesome. They're all on Audible and they're quite good. If you had an opportunity in your life to have a bit more order, to work like a slightly more normal job, and therefore to have like a normal morning routine, do you think you would do that and enjoy it? I would. My immediate answer was yes, but it would depend on the job as well. Yeah, that's true. Because just having a job that gives you a morning routine or some sort of more... Uh, routine st- state as a stable routine mm. doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be happy or happier. I think, creatively speaking, I'm always going to need my life to be somewhat chaotic. I think I'm always yeah. going to be stumbling around trying to work out what to do with myself. And I mean, you can't just be I like, that's oh, just who I my am. My routine is this. So I have, I'm working, I'm busy all the time apart from Thursdays and Fridays. Because then you can only do stuff on Thursdays and Fridays with people who are free to do stuff on Thursdays and Fridays. And if their routine is Some as fixed as yours... Some people live like that. I don't think Some I people can, only have weekends. But then you wouldn't be... It's able, mad. Weekends are sort of all right because... But then you need people who have flexible routines 
who don't just work the weekend, who don't just work through yeah. the week, to be able to go and see the people who have the weekends off on the weekends. <laughs> um, yeah. Nah, I think I'm always going to be like this. A mess. I, I lack change and I lack discipline and structure, so I really don't think I'm ever going to change. Should we do another question? <laughs> uh, do you, uh, you, sure. Conversation. What did you buy last time you were in a supermarket? Mm, last time I was in... We're talking about big supermarkets, not the... Not a corner shop, a supermarket. Not a corner shop or an or a Tesco's Express or Extra or whatever the fuck they're called. No. Um, I bought a case of beer, a yard of Twix, mm-hmm. some some of the non-frozen chips <laughs> that have a little sachet of salt and pepper in that you shake and then you pour on the tray. And I had to really stop myself from buying a load of reduced plants. There were orchids and leafy plants and stuff. And I had to stop myself because I didn't have enough hands to carry all of this stuff plus plants. I was also on drugs and had somebody else's bank card. <laughs> So I think I was very responsible, Big day. particularly for someone who was on that many drugs. I was going to say, were you on your way to... There's something about a yard of Toblerone that makes me go, he's on his way to his dad's. Ah, uh, no, it was a yard of Twix. Yard of Twix, my apologies. The other tea chocolate. Yes. No, I wasn't on the way to dad's. I had a similar, very adult journey to the supermarket. Uh, very grown up. I was on my way back from the hardware shop where I bought two different kinds of glue. And then I popped into Sainsbury's because we were out of washing liquid. And I bought ham and some Lego and washing liquid. I was about to say, no, no washing juice. Now I'm going to scrub my dishes with ham. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get the melted cheese off? Just buff it with ham. And you eat the ham. No, Lovely. You- you clean it with the ham and then you scrape the cheese off with the Lego bits. That's how you get cheese in your Lego bits. How do you do it? Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. That, that's exactly how I do it. That's why I do it that way. Ben, I have two titles. Please. Um, one is something you heard me say. The other I don't think is something you heard me say. The first is JFOs. Yep. The second is Corpse Flamer. I heard you say both of those. I don't know what that was in reference to. Corpse Flamer was when you were talking about the crematorium. Yes, I work at a crematorium. I I like one of these things you heard me say. The other thing I don't think you heard me say. I like JFOs, oh, no, J- but I feel like JFOs because to- it's. I like JFOs because it sounds somewhere between JO and get the fuck out. Oh, I thought you were going to say JLS and UFO. He's, oh, that, that as well. Can we... Could we, oh, It might be a really long title to have je ne sais quoi flying objects. Is that too long? That could be the subtitle. Sure. J- JFO. Very good. Ben. Liam. I have a statement and a question. The statement is normal length. The question is one word. Are you ready? Was that the statement and question? No. This is preamble, goddammit. Oh. Here comes the statement. Okay. Ben, you are on the internet. Here comes the one word question. Where? Instagram. Cool. What's your handle? Would you like me to tell you that you would have to search for Spike Pearson, P-I-E-R-S-O-N, to find pictures of me doing things and seeing stuff? No, I don't think you need to tell me that at all. I think we get it. All right. Okay, I won't bother. You'll have to put the work in and find me yourself. Liam. Hello. I have a short question Ooh. and a statement. Lovely. Where? Uh-huh. You are on the internet. Um, usually a t-shirt, some kind of overshirt, 
if I'm leaving the house jeans, if I'm in the house like those baggy harem kind of trousers. Um, glasses if I'm at the computer, that's what I wear. And yes, I am on the okay. internet. And where... And, uh, oh, whereabouts on the internet? Oh, location. Um, at LT Guitarist on most of the socials. Uh, the social meet, as we in the the business call it. That business is being an asshole. <laughs> I did used to like Twitter, but no more. Uh, Instagram is probably the best place. I put the music and stuff that I work on up there. Um, I also do uh, music composition live streams uh, Mondays. I think we're doing six till eight o'clock UK time on Mondays at LT Guitarist on Twitch and YouTube. Come along. It's a fun little community. I'll teach you how to do whatever. There, that's sort of an advert. Um, He means whatever. Boy, do I mean that. Yeah. The podcast is at Convo Hat Podcast on all those similar places. I think Twitter and uh, Instagram are probably the best place to be. If you find Convo Hat Podcast on YouTube, we're going to have some stuff on there soon. Holy heck, you better believe it. And if you want to support the show and our creative endeavors in general, you can go to patreon.com forward slash conversation hats. Those are all the things. You get an exclusive mini single question episode every month. You also get early access to stuff we're working on. You will have something very soon. If not already, I don't know. Haven't decided. Both. Both, why not? And you get to see behind the scenes stuff that we don't really put up anywhere else. It's good. It's fun. It's a sexy little time. It's all for your mum. It's all for your mum. That's why we do it just for your not not for everyone's mum just yours because when we go to your house your mum gives me biscuits just your mum yeah. gives Liam biscuits and gives <laughs> me a funny look Ben I would like you to end the show with a word and we're just gonna you're gonna say Bye. no you little bastard you're gonna say the word that I request in a moment and then we're just gonna end the show I want you to say a word that sounds just incredibly erotic but has no sexual undertones unless you're a big perv you can say that word and then we'll press stop (laughs) irrigation